Hello, Screeders. A couple good notes, first of all. It was a bearing in my car, not my new tire, so I have that fixed. And uh, the car is relatively silent. So we will no longer have the whoa, 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 whoa in the background. And yes, I'm an idiot because I didn't know it was bearings. Part number two. This episode is mostly going to be me talking about Con of the North 2024. I got back on Sunday and had a fantastic time. Beyond that, I want to say that Gary Con is coming up in March. I know a lot of Hobbs Goblins are going there, so I'm looking forward to meeting you all in that situation. Beyond that, I am a special guest at North Texas RPG Con again this year. So expect to hear that theme music a lot while I talk about that. Beyond that, we're going to have Game Hole and hopefully, possibly, if I'm lucky, and roll double aughts. I'm headed to Shire Con. So anyone wants to talk about any of that, let me know. Beyond that, let's get a call from the ubiquitous Jason Connerly of Nerds RPG Variety Cast, and then we'll get into Con of the North. For those who aren't aware, today is February 20th, 2024. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. Hey, Jason, the other Jason. I, I don't know if you misspoke or if you are going to ShireCon in Connecticut in September. If you are, that'd be pretty cool because I'll see you up there. ShireCon's going to be the one con I'm going to this year. We're doing construction of the house, and money's tight, so I wasn't able to get to a bunch of places this year like I wanted to. Maybe 2025 would be better. But if you do make it to ShireCon, I'll see you up there. As far as War Tales goes, I have not played it. I don't play a lot of video games. I just don't have time. Um, but, you know, any TSR D&D, well, I can't speak to second edition, but any of the other ones would do that just fine. They've got the mechanisms in there to control forces, and they have war game systems, whether it's battle system for first edition or Beckme has its own war system in there. And as far as tracking materials and all, you can do that in there. I, I wonder how granular you want to get as far as tracking your supply trains and all that. You, you know, at some point, it ends up being like running the ship and Traveler, and I know you you didn't seem to be super thrilled with doing the minutia of tracking the ship in Traveler with the tracking of the supply train and all that have that same downfall. I don't know. But I think any of the original games give you everything you need to do this. So I wouldn't look for a new system personally. I would just use AD&D or Beckme or, you know, whatever, od and I mean, you pick the system of your choice, right? But, you know, there are other games out there new out that would also do this just fine. Um, but, but I, you know, I tend to default back to the originals if I have to default to something. So that's just me. Take care. I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for the call in, other Jason. As mentioned in the intro today, I am hoping to go to ShireCon. It's not written in stone like the other cons are. It's kind of a haul. It's not easy to get to. There are some issues involved. But 
that doesn't mean I'm not going to go. <laughs> when Tom specifically invites you and says you should really try to make it, you should really try to make it. So we're going to see what can happen, and maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't. As far as war tales go, I had someone ask me last night during uh, the Monday night Hyperborea game what war tales was all about and if it was any good. So maybe somebody else will jump in. It's mostly a skirmish game. I mean, I've never had more than six or seven party members. Uh, and, and then I that doesn't include the two ponies or horses that you can get. But uh, still a pretty fun game. I'm hoping to play it some today, possibly. So thanks for the call. Appreciate it, my man. And I'll talk at you in the future. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sad nap man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. As always, thanks to Darren Green for the wonderful intro. All right, let's talk about Con of the North. I did have a fantastic time. I went up on Thursday. The con didn't start till Friday at noon. Uh, I went up on Thursday because it's about a five to six hour drive from Casa Hobbs at the Gamerhood. Um, and I'd rather just do it then than get up at balls early and then try and get settled in and checked in and all that. Registration started at 10. Uh, I had a pretty fun time Thursday meeting up with my roomies, Bill Walters and Thomas Thomas, uh, local to Count of the North, which in all honesty, most of the people at Count of the North were local to Count of the North. Though, I did meet a couple from Iowa. But, uh, had a good time. Then, you know, we registered. My first game uh, on Friday was at noon, right when the con started. I was running uh, Legendary Kalmata using OSE and my house rules. There was only one guy on the on the game. Of course, I put my games in late, so it's no it has no bearing on how I feel about myself and my popularity at Con of the North because no one was signed up. I was like, if nothing else, the one person that had signed up was a friend of the show. Uh, Jonathan Carnes, part of the Minneapolis crew. And I was like, whatever, we'll do something. Maybe he'll get a bunch of uh, henchmen. And I talked to uh, Thomas Thomas, tried to get him to play. But he did sign up for my game for Saturday, but not the Friday game. Uh, But on my way there, I saw that four people all with the same name had signed up for the con. So when I was talking to Carnes, when I got there, I had all my shit out, you know, ready to go. Just as I suspected, they ended up being a family that had registered late and uh, found, actually found a game that all four of them could get into, so they jumped in. Uh, it was interesting. A mother, a father, a daughter, and a son. I'd say the daughter was probably the youngest, and she had to be 13 or 14, I would guess. Not sure. Didn't ask. They were mostly into the game. I mean, we did the whole thing. We talked about the rumors, which was kind of funny because I had all of the players read their rumors off. So at con games, the rumors given on your character sheet are really a way for me to narrow the sandbox 
and hopefully give them the impetus to choose a, a single location as opposed to just uh, wandering, wandering around in town, stalling out and not knowing what to do. In many ways, I think I also give online, if it's a new player, I used to give them a, give them a rumor, but it's not really all that necessary because uh, online the game is already decided what the goal is by the caller. But anyway, in this circumstance, they decided to head into the Obsidian Hills seeking a, a doorway uh, possibly to a tomb or barrow that had opened by the occasional earthquakes that rock uh, the jungle island. They did hire a few people. That was a fun experience as usual. Um, They did make their way uneventfully there. There were no random encounters. I did cheat a little bit with this scenario because this is actually... Uh, an adventure I ran for BSRCon, an online convention, usually in January, based on gaming and BS podcast, which no longer exists, but still has an outstanding community known as BSlandia. And if you ever want to hear Sean talk on Saturday mornings at 8 until 10, he does a two-hour show, um, and I don't even know what it's called. Sean talks about gaming or something, probably. So I did run this before. I don't even remember what happened during that game. There's obviously a video for posterity as it was streamed. But, you know, I'm lazy and uh, I didn't remember it in any significant way. So I figured they must not have done that much. Let's see what uh, this group at Count of the North can do. And they killed it. They dominated the adventure. Uh, I can't really think of any really funny anecdotes that occurred specifically. Besides, as I was saying, uh, as they were reading off their rumors, for those in the know who've played Kalmada and before and have heard of Habiba Muna, one of the rumors on the mom's character sheet was something like Habiba Muna, that old witch. She will sometimes offer uh, aid to adventurers in exchange for horrific sexual acts. I saw her read it, and I saw her pause, and I was like, you know, you don't need to read that one. We'll just we'll just smooth over it. Don't worry. Uh, to me, that was one of the funniest parts of the session. I was kind of low energy. It was a busy room, and I didn't want to turn right onto US twenty Business East Chestnut Street. I didn't want to yell over everybody, um, and I think that maybe kept my energy down. But I need to work on that. There's ways to tap into other things than the low hanging sophomoric humor of fruit um, which doesn't really work in that kind of mixed company Take the next right onto us 20 business east chestnut street so that's one of the things i want to work on in 2024 in my game mastering is uh, opening up my humor and all Continue around on us 20 business east for one mile good energy to everyone as opposed to just those 18 and over especially if i'm going to offer 13 and up for my games anyway so that was the legendary Kalmata game. That evening, I played X-Crawl with uh, Bill, Walter, Bill Walters running the game. Had a great time. Uh, my, this is not my first game of X-Crawl, but it is my first game without the author, Brendan LaSalle, running the game. Uh, of course, I told Bill that just to get make him uncomfortable. 
Um, but it went pretty well. I had a blast. I played a jammer, which is kind of like a bard, I guess, in X-Crawl, where you're really a hype man for everybody, mostly. Uh, this is the second time I've played a jammer. I played it in my last game of X-Crawl with Brendan, where our group was called the Sarcophagus. This time I played um, Walter the Willie Williams, and uh, the name of our group was the Con Men. Uh, notable other members of the party to me. Um, I definitely remember Big Country and his signature move, the Woodshed. Uh, maybe it's because he yelled it every time we went to do anything. I'll hit you into the Woodshed. Uh, Big Country was pretty funny. There was another guy, I can't seem to remember his name, but he was a really good player. I don't remember his character's name off the top of my head, though. Uh, but we played an adventure, I think it was Brooklyn X-Crawl. So I won't do any spoilers, but I can say much fun was had. And as always, I had a blast hamming it up and talking all sorts of trash at the table. And sending Brendan himself pics and anecdotes from the game, which he probably got pretty sick of. We also had a good old time partying it up. I am drinking uh, a little bit again, but mostly only like one drink a night. Uh, I'm staying away from beer at this point and mostly just doing like old fashions or whiskey. Oh, so we did get to meet up back at Jonathan Carnes' room that evening, and I had a wonderful time talking to Matt. Holy Tule. Dang it, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. And Brett Slocum, dudes. I hadn't seen a had a Brett Slocum sighting since. In a quarter the, mile, continue straight onto South Longwood Street. The G Plus days. I'm like, what the shiitake? But anyway, it was pretty fun talking to him. And obviously, uh, Julian Burnick, uh, Carnes, uh, Gary Fortuin, Bill Walters. Thomas, no, Thomas Thomas was not there, but Bill Walters was there, and uh, it was awesome. It was, it really was a fantastic time, and I super appreciated uh, having that opportunity to talk with those guys. Uh, Brett was like a Tecamel guy, and just like a kind of old school dude back in the Google Plus days that probably had a big following that. I don't know that I've ever heard Continue anyone mention it. Continue straight onto South Longwood uh, Street, then or, turn right onto East State Street. Or anything else, so that was pretty cool. Uh, the next morning, turn bright right and early, East State Street. it was time for the Cinerarium of the Sin Eater. Previous to waking up that day, all I would had was Brian Tackle at the game, who was secretly a plant, as he is my layout and editor for the publication on East State Street for half a mile. that'll be coming out soon Cinerarium of the Sin Eater uh, so he was a plant to see what people thought about it, how I ran it in person and a few other things I convinced as mentioned Thomas Thomas and Bill to join the game so we would at least have three players but lo and behold when we got there two others had registered as well neither of these guys had uh, played a tabletop role playing game the one seemed kind of familiar with uh, a little bit. Uh, and this was their first game of the con. So really, really cool going to kind of north. Nobody knows who you are. And uh, you never kind of know what you're going to get into. 
So, very, very cool experience. In 1,000 um, feet, turn left onto Smith Avenue. It's always a little different when you run the game. It was certainly a touch and go for the first encounter, which anybody who's ever played Cinerarium the Sin Eater is well aware. Take the next left um, onto Smith And those Avenue, who haven't, your destination hey, will be on the left. you're going to have to buy it when we put it out, or you're going to have to play it at a con with me at some point. Um, there were no casualties, but the closest was probably Brian's character uh, in a couple situations. Your destination is on the left. It uh, it was a blast. That evening, I hadn't planned on playing any games. Oh, I did. I had, I was signed up for a mothership game, but I was invited to a party at Rob's uh, Suite, no less. Uh, they rented out a suite just for hanging out at North Texas. And the suite was fantastic, but I hadn't planned on playing any games. But then I learned that all of my cohorts that would have been hanging with me until that party started... We're playing in games. So it was like, well, shit, I'd already canceled my um, mothership game. So now now I got to get into another game. And uh, it was Julian Burnick's OSE game. In all honesty, I don't even remember the premise for this game. But uh, I went in there, had a blast. I was playing a cleric. I was a fifth-level cleric. So we had some capability behind us. It was a pretty full table. There were six people playing. Um, I don't really remember anybody at the table other than a guy named Matt on my left. Oh, another guy was there, uh, but I don't know what his name is. He's part of the Minneapolis DCC Society and his wife, who I think is Heather. His name was Matt Rose, who I've heard is a great GM, uh, but I didn't have the pleasure of playing any games with him. Uh, Matt and I were mostly chaos agents, but the funniest thing that happened to me is I was constantly just striding through for issues and not worrying too much. One of the first thing I noticed is that I was a cleric that had no healing spells. And I was like, cool, because I really like using utility spells in uh, in games as a cleric. I don't think that happens enough. Uh, but I just kept getting kind of nickel and dime down to I finally went unconscious in one of the, the last battles that we played in uh, Julian's like, hey, why didn't you cast any healing spells? I was like, there were no healing spells on my sheet. He goes, well, I always let uh, the, the spells default to healing spells, so you can just use your first level spot. And I was like, how the hell would I know that? And his reply was classic. It's your house rules that I'm using. So that was kind of the north. It's an orgy of game and everybody knows your name. Vortex is RPG The organizer and Satan are one and the same. Vortex is RPG And we'll all be bumping uglies playing in shows games. Vortex is RPG North Texas RPG Con. First weekend in June at the Weston Inn in scenic urban Texas. Pack those dice bags and a spare liver. Vortex is RPG Vortex is RPG Vortex is RPG Vortex is RPG Beyond that, I have played in a couple sessions of Hyperborea. And tomorrow night, Wednesday, February 21st, we're starting Season 2 of Tales of Argosa, the playtest of Low Fantasy Gaming 2nd Edition at 7 p.m., hopefully, on Z Channels. 
the Twitch or the YouTube. So meet me there, people. Until next time, let's just fade away to the dulcet tones of T.J. Drennan. It's a beautiful day in the gamerhood, a beautiful day for my gamers. Would you be one? Could you be one? Sound of that thunder, but don't despair. This colony's breeding great robbers. Would you be one? Could you be one? If the native mortality rate works for you, for a few bucks a month you can sign up and have the hogs kill you. So let's make the most of another someday. Brew up some coffee and play it my way. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my gamers? Won't you be? Won't you please? Please, won't you be my gamers?